Eat Yourself Better podcast is brought to you by BeFit Food, where food is the first medicine. PFM Health Matters. You're with Dr. Ben and uh, our next guest, Kate Save from BeFit Foods. Kate, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Ben. Now, you've you've prepped me on today's topic and I'm glad you did because it's all about food cravings. Uh, I have certainly succumbed to that in the last couple of months. I don't know whether it's a post-Christmas thing, but uh, I'm getting off it. I've spent the last couple of weeks getting off a little sugar craving that I had. It was not a big one, I've got to say. It was just every time I had a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, I just needed a little treat. And uh, after you have, you know, two or three cups of tea a day, that's three treats that I could probably have done without. <laughs> Tell us about uh, food cravings. What are they? How do, we, how do they happen? Look, with your food cravings, more often than not, it's actually just in our minds. So people often blame it on anything or everything. So often, you know, females will blame it on their their cycle. Uh, People can blame it on being hungover, stress, tiredness. There's so many things that we blame our cravings on. But realistically, more often than not, the, the real reason behind these cravings actually comes from changes or unexpected things happening in our routine. So... When we feel a little bit unstable or perhaps where it could be that boredom as well, we start to think of things to stimulate the brain. Now, a lot of these sweet foods, and we've talked about this in the past, actually stimulate our happy hormones, our dopamine and serotonin. So it can just lift our mood momentarily and we can use that to really remove us from that situation that we think we're in, whether it's change or uncertainty or just pure boredom mm, i guess the challenge is once that happens and it, and it works that's the challenge i guess with this is it actually it's actually quite an effective routine it's actually mm. quite an effective strategy to run feeling a bit off feeling a bit low uh feeling a bit emotional mm, i'll give myself a piece of cake a bit of chalky and you feel better and so of course the next time something's not quite right and of course for many of us, every day is full of, a, there's always challenges that are happening. There's always moments where our emotion fluctuates. Uh, we turn to that really effective strategy of another piece of chalky. And before we know it, the cravings become a habit. That's right. So it, it is, it's this whole new routine that you actually create that when you have those sweet foods, our brain's reward center is then telling us this is, this is what you do, this is good for us, and you're rewarding yourself with that sugar hit. And then if you don't keep giving into that sugar hit, then you get these cravings. So it's a really, really bad cycle to get into. Mm. Particularly if it is, you know, sugary foods. You, I know you're an absolute uh, anti-sugar uh, advocate. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, that wouldn't be an anti-sugar advocate. That would be uh, something else. But anyway, you are definitely anti-sugar. So, what? Um, how do we? How do we do better at that? What, what's? You're saying it's a mindset thing that causes us to to have the craving, and then eventually over time to form the habit. How do we do better at that? Next time, I'm feeling a little bit emotional and feeling like I need to get rid of my emotion. Well, there's a few things. There is a physiological role in it. So. 
if, for example, you are someone who relies on caffeine a lot, and I think I like your example of when you get a coffee or a tea or something to drink and you grab the sweet biscuit, because that habit in itself actually can lead to cravings, purely because if we're not if we're busy and we're not sitting down and having these proper meals, but we're grabbing a coffee and some biscuits or something like that, then we're not getting the balance we need and we are perhaps playing havoc with our blood sugar levels sort of going up and down and that can actually lead us or lead us to the feeling that we're not satisfied and the quick satisfaction obviously comes from these sugary foods or that quick hit of caffeine as well. So sometimes we really um, exacerbate the, the cravings by not actually sitting down and having a proper meal. That is the challenge, I guess. That we, as you say, often we we feel emotional. We want to grab something. It's often quick, and so it's it's low in any value to us, uh, low in value to our body. It's got no nutrients in it. Uh, it's empty. It's often high calorie, or it's something that gives us that emotional shift, which is often either a sugary food or it's a caffeinated food. So we end up buzzing. Uh, the emotional low has disappeared, but of course it sets us up for long-term failure. Just before I got on the show, my wife texted me, we're going away camping, and I said to her, you know, she said, we've, we've got everything packed. I said, she said, I've got all the, the treats and things because the kids are coming away with us. Mm. And I said, what about me? I'm off the treats at the moment. And she yeah. is at home right now baking some uh, FODMAP-friendly, low FODMAP peanut butter brownie bites. <laughs> so I can still have my my little treat um, with my cup of tea uh, without the um, without the uh, feeling of being too naughty. But again, tell me about what I again maybe elaborate on what I said before is that often the treats we pick, the cravings are foods that are low in nutrients. Yeah, and really when we're doing this, what we're doing is not actually satisfying the true physiological need of the body. So we're then picking these low-nutrient foods and we're giving ourselves these sugar hits to sort of counteract this missing feeling of not actually being satisfied or satiated. And the other thing is we're often dehydrated at this point too. So our bodies are thirsty and we're confusing thirst for hunger. So that's always something that you can do when you think you're having a craving have a glass of water first because we often do actually mistake our hunger or mistake our thirst for hunger. So that's another quick way of doing it. Plus having more lean proteins in your diet, so making sure you're having protein at least three times a day, vegetables that are sort of starchy and some whole grains too. Mm. I, again, I, 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 we just have way too many refined carbohydrates. Just on that topic of um, eating eating when we're thirsty rather than drinking when we're thirsty and eating foods that are low in nutrients. There was a great book, I don't know whether you've read it, it's called Eat Like the Animals, What Nature Teaches Us About the Science of Healthy Eating. Have you read that? I haven't, oh, no. So good, so good. It looks at, it looks at um, uh, why animals eat the way they do uh, and how most animals will eat based on protein uh, mm. to fulfil their protein requirements. And of course, animals are instinctual. They they run on a very genetically congruent lifestyle, so they'll always eat protein, and with that, they'll get the right nutrients. But unfortunately, humans have got confused about what foods have protein in them because foods have been manufactured to give us the feeling, the taste, the experience of eating protein, but 
it doesn't really have any protein in it, neither does it have nutrients. Really interesting book, Eat Like the Animals. Yeah, and, and another spin on that too is actually a sleep pattern. So you wouldn't believe that even a lack of sleep actually changes our hormones mm. and it causes an increase in our hormone ghrelin. So ghrelin is known as a hunger hormone. And the way I think of this is like when you become a gremlin because can't eat for some reason and the best example would be if you go to get a blood test one morning you've been fasted from the day before there's 20 people in the queue before you and it gets to quarter to 12 and you're still waiting that insatiable hunger that ghrelin hormone and we all know that feeling it doesn't happen very often these days there seems to be no you know lack of food in our um, obesogenic environment however when we don't sleep enough we actually increase um, secretion of ghrelin, the hunger hormone. And that makes us not only eat more, but probably less likely to wait to have a proper meal and just get anything that's sitting around. Obesogenic. That's mm. a good word you've just made up. Is that, a, is that a make-up word? Oh, look, it's out there. And I say diabetogenic as well because it's diabetes and obesity epidemic. So I sort of play with these words, but it is out there. Yes. Very <laughs> clever, Kate. I like that, obesogenic. And we are definitely in a obesogenic uh, world at the moment with one-third of Australians overweight and uh, one-third of Australians obese. Mm. Uh, That leaves only one in three Australians that are at their ideal weight. Uh, So we are definitely obesogenic. So what, uh, what can we do to build some new healthy habits while breaking the old kind of poor habits? Well, the first thing is just really avoid those ultra-processed foods at any cost because these foods actually cause inflammation in the body and then that can actually affect our mental health, depression, anxiety and when you're not feeling good about yourself, it's really difficult to make really good food choices too. Mm. And secondly, just remove those temptation foods from places where, you you know, they're, they're too easy to get to. So if you know that, your temptation spot is near the kettle. Um, when you're getting your coffee, whether that be at work or home or whatever, just make sure you don't have those temptation snacks sitting really handy. Otherwise, you'll grab it without even thinking because it is routine. And lastly, be prepared. Keep some healthy foods on hand. So um, when you're preparing the kids' lunch boxes the night before that morning, cut up some extra things that you're putting in, your, in their lunch and make sure you have those snack foods too, because typically speaking, we try to feed the kids the best foods we can, and then as adults, we really, you know, we go without. The kids always come first. So if you're cutting up little veggie sticks and, uh, you know, whether it's fruit or whether you've got some healthy nuts and other snack foods around, then keep some of those things to have as your snacks rather than just thinking of the, the sweet biscuits with the cup of tea. Mm. Right, great advice, Kate. So if I was to have our listeners do something right now, so I'm going to play, we're going to have about 10 or 15 minutes worth of songs and a couple of sponsor breaks before I come back on with our next guest. So they've got 15 minutes to do something that would shift their uh, current habit, their current craving. What would you have them do in the next 10 or 15 minutes? Swap the biscuit barrel for a barrel of unsalted nuts. And the reason why I say unsalted nuts is salt also gives us that insatiable hunger and makes you want to have too much. Whereas if you've got natural unsalted nuts, they're tasty, but they're not moorish. You don't sit there and overeat them. You actually get quite satisfied. So that's a very simple trick. It'll reduce inflammation in the body. You'll get some good calories.
idea. So get the bicky barrel, stick it in some high cupboard, way out of reach, uh, and grab another container, put some nuts in it, and have that in the normal bicky spot. Hey, Kate, great advice. Thanks again for being on the show. I think you're coming. Are you having a break next week, or is it the week after? Uh, the week after. So I'm yeah, in and out just with oh, conferences and all sorts of things now that we're, we're back in the flesh with yeah. um, everything that's going on in the world. It's not so virtual anymore. So it's... some filming and all sorts of fun things. Fantastic. Well, that's great. So we're looking forward to having some of your team come on as well. It's not that we're sick of you at all, but just it would be great to have one of your team members come on and fill in while you're away. Yes, they're excited too. So thank you, Ben, and I, I look forward to chatting soon. Good on you, Kate. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. Eat Yourself Better podcast is brought to you by Be Fit Food, where food is the first medicine.